Good morning, good morning. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Roman in the Mix show. It is March 28th, 2018, and I am on my way home right now. About to fight through this traffic, so you know what that means? It means another Car Chronicles with Roman. I guess who the fuck else would it be? Oh, so... Last night was great. So Tuesdays for me are typically a good uh, one of my main comedy nights where I um, I'll put my face out there in the scene. I'll do a I do as many open mics as I can, and um, you know I'll just talk shop with a whole bunch of comedians, a whole bunch of creatives, a lot of a lot of really good friends as well. You know people that I'm. Every time I see out, it's it's a pleasure to see. Like it's always nice to like shake someone's hand and smile to them and say, "Hey man, what's up? How you been? What you been up to? Catching up on life?" And generally, generally like cheerleading each other on and being like, "Hey man, like yo, that's that's a that sounds dope. That's a great thing. Like you really got something going on. Like oh shit, you doing that, man." Um, good looking, you know, and it's, it's just a dope feeling, just the whole positive energy, the positive vibes and shit like that, but, so, what, what have I been doing, um, I've been a lot, I've been meeting a lot of people who have been asking me if I do skits, I don't, I've never really done a skit, I, I think the only piece of acting I've done was uh, my junior year in high school and I was in drama class and I just remember the drama teacher having the biggest tits out of all the teachers in high school and that's what I really loved about it not the acting so much just the uh, just the teacher I fucking, I fucking forget her name. I know this. I know she got married like four times throughout high school. Like she had a new husband every time. So, you know, that pussy was fire. Like, or she, since she was an actress, she really knew how to fake an orgasm. Like she made those dudes feel super special. <laughs> Man. Anyways, oh, also, you know what? I've done other acting as well. I was uh, the King Flower in a uh, in a play when I was eight years old of of Hans Christian Andersen. So, boom! If if I don't if that doesn't sound like a leading role, I don't know what is. I might put that. Is IMDb only for movies, or can I like do? stage performances as well just like put one of those on my credit like king flower it was great and i you know what i had haters back then i know it seems impossible but yeah i had haters back then because we had like a whole dance routine and this like fat fucking kid uh tried to trip me during dress rehearsals like you know bitch like i get it you're my understudy right but no no reason to be petty no reason to try to take me out to take that that lead role of King Flower in an eight-year-old uh, presentation of Hans Christian Andersen. You know, 
you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I hope, I don't know. I was about to say, like, I hope bad things on him, but I really don't. I really don't. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, so some people recently, just this week, like, it's only, it's only fucking Wednesday, y'all. And on Monday and Tuesday, people are like, hey, man, you do skits, you do acting. Um, and, of course, why not? See, it's not the fact that I don't do it is that I haven't done it and that's not necessarily a no and you can't just say maybe to people so I'm just like yeah fuck yeah you know fake it till you make it you know I'll learn this shit along the way that's how I've uh handled most of this shit so far that's uh I think that's how I I I approach challenges like well if the opportunity presents itself I'm going to tackle it head on um, and see how far I can get. And if that limitation is not to my expectations, then I'll push myself even further to learn more and do the process over and achieve uh, further success than previous than previous failures. So that's how I I approach it. So fuck it. Yeah, no, like, like yeah, no, no, like yeah, I totally, I totally fucking write skits. Oh my gosh, I don't write skits. I don't. I tried to come up with something last night and you know, I I thought it was in my head cuz I can picture uh the actors doing the dialogue. I can picture how it's how it's going to be edited, but on paper, like I read I've been reading on like how to write dialogue and how to write screenplays and how to write skits or whatever. Um, or just scenes, scenes with actors, like, fucking talking, I guess that's just anything that's not a silent movie, so, I try to, I try to write something, and I did, and I completed, like, one, one skit, which I thought was funny, and I, and I I presented it to my girlfriend, and here's the thing, like, it's only about two pages long, and she, uh, she took a long time with it, which, to her credit, you know, thanks, babe. Thanks for, like, for really trying to understand what I was doing. But there, there really wasn't, like, a, a chuckle or anything. But then again, I don't expect to hit it out of the park right away. No? You know, I don't. I don't. But I'm going to keep trying. Um, uh, I got another one. So... The first skit was just about a traveling food show that are interviewing for new hosts, and each one of the characters, of course, is quirky. Now, with that being said, there's about five different characters, and I try to envision, like, who would be in the skit and try to play through their personalities as much as possible. Uh, But other than that, you know, it's, it's like real quick hits. You know, this person does that, this person does that, this person does that. Cut back, cut back, call back, call back. Um, so, we'll see, how it, we'll see how it goes. I need to email that off and see how, see how it goes. You know what? Even if it is a piece of shit, it might stick to the wall, right? <laughs> they might, the person I wrote it for might like it. Who, who the fuck knows? You gotta, I guess you just gotta keep on writing, man. Because wouldn't it be great 
wouldn't it be amazing to write on SNL or to write for a variety show or just like or just write just write comedy for somebody like I don't even know how to go about that because I I didn't take you know I didn't fucking graduate with a writing degree (laughs) I studied early childhood education and to be honest with you that shit didn't get me nowhere nope but now this is a different path now so now it's just writing you know Um, how do you go about it I heard it's mainly just like a lot of hard work it's a lot of hard work and hustle you know especially uh, being a comedian it's all about exploring your voice and your experiencing and your experiences and how to translate that to a broader audience uh, so hopefully with writing skits you know that'll that'll transition itself to write to something else but um, I'm trying to learn this skill all on my own fuck I need a mentor that's what I need I need someone, which is weird, only because of my age. Only because, like, I'm 31, and I'm like, I need a mentor. Where it's just like, bitch, you should have been, like, 20-something asking for a mentor. Because uh, you about to be the same age as the other dude who's successful. Like, how does that look? I think, I think I'm thinking too much into it. Yeah. But... Anyways, I'm writing skits. I'm getting that done. Um, uh, I'm, I'm linking up with more people, trying to be as as useful or as multi-dimensional as possible in the scene. Because, you know, it's many lanes, man, many lanes. If I can help out people, I, I guess I don't know my thinking. I don't know if my thinking is if I can help out more people or if I can be useful to more people the more I'll stand out in the scene and the more people will mention me <clears throat> on top of like yo yeah he's funny and yeah he also like oh you need someone to take pictures man I know Roman takes pictures oh shit you need like a you need like something designed I know Roman like does this shit and I know Roman does this um and I just need to do all that shit well so and also not st- I need to stop being so lazy and so self-doubting, and it's just so draining. Uh, the self-doubt is is uh, is really draining, you know. And and it's and it just sucks all the motivation like right out of you to do something when you're like really fucking gung ho about it, and you just like have that one little moment of, um, I don't know if I can do this. My my uh, my self-doubt inner voice is very a feminine. <laughs> Yeah, but I this is morning traffic and it's not too bad, not at all. Traffic in Atlanta is terrible. I mean, I, I think traffic anywhere is fucking terrible. To be honest with you, just all these all these different cars make some models on the road, and people are just driving so dumb. And you ever, like, look... I don't know about anybody else, but I enjoy looking inside people's cars. 
I enjoy looking at the drivers, like especially when like only only really when I'm stopped, but even when I'm driving, let's be honest. I'm a fucking reckless driver. Um when I come to like a slowdown or a stop, I like to look and in, in people's like uh driver's side and see what they're doing in their in their lives. And let me tell you what, this shit can be kind of dangerous sometimes. Like I saw someone reading a fucking book and turning the pages like they were getting somewhere in the book while whilst driving <laughs> reading a book like really flipping through these fucking pages while going 80 miles per hour on the highway this shit is ridiculous and like women women on oh yo i know you running late i know that being a uh, 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 a professional means looking professional and looking professional unfortunately i guess the stigmatism is you have to wear makeup you know and i get it you know what i'm saying like i'm a i'm a male i like looking at pretty things and even if like if it's my supervisor my supervisor ain't wearing makeup i'm like oh this bitch had like a rough night but at the same time yo you can fucking alicia keys it you know just go ahead and not wear makeup you know fuck the system uh just make sure your skin is clear i guess you know what i'm saying if you got shitty skin that's on you uh but the standards are different but women putting on makeup in the car just seems extremely dangerous like i you are putting a lot of people's lives in your hands just for the sake of looking good for the office you know but at the same time, like, hey, if you woke your ass up a little bit earlier, you can get all this shit done without having to be fucking reckless. This bitch got a student driver thing on the back of her car. She old as shit. She driving by herself, too. Where's your instructor? Anybody else remember their uh, student driver thing? I got my license when I was 16 years old. And it took me four tries to get my license it took my sister seven um, we are not the best drivers I'm guessing because I think it took my sister like three my other sister Lauren like three times and the other ones drive too I don't know if they've broken the record but I'm pretty sure it takes the cake with my oldest sister at seven move bitch um cause for some reason, okay, let me tell you this. On Guam, it is a requirement to know how to parallel park in order to get your driver's license. Why? I don't fucking know. I never parallel parked once when I lived on Guam. Not once did I ever use the skill a parallel parking when I was on Guam. Now, when I got to the stateside, fuck yeah, like I parallel parking this bitches like all the time. And I'm, you know what? I'm still not good at it. But at the same time, I'm I haven't like fucking hit anybody's car parallel parking. So that's a good thing, right? That's a that's a that's a decent that's a decent thing that I haven't destroyed anybody's property while I 
you know, try to conveniently park as close as possible to a venue. That just consider it. But I never understood that. I never understood like why on Guam I had to parallel park. And I failed my driver's test two times because I didn't know how to like I I, I didn't know how I knew how. I wasn't very good at parallel parking. And like there's these two huge tires and you have to fit your car in between these two huge tires. And on my first time, like I knocked them bitches over, like both of them. Like <laughs> the guy just looked at me and goes, Well, <coughs> you might as well let me drive back. <laughs> we have to immediately, immediately go back to the DMV and the look of my like disappointed grandfather. Like I think I'm pretty sure like that's the first time I really brought shame upon my family was that first not that first try it was the second try of getting my license and I failed at the first part the parallel parking part so yeah that's what happened but it was a bitch it was a bitch getting my license and then oh man I would I wouldn't if I had the money and the means I would just fucking Uber everywhere. Let's be honest. Like, I would rather not drive. I would just want somebody else to drive me sometimes. And I would just, like, want to get, like, really, like, really, really in the mood. You know what I'm saying? And, like, hop in the back of somebody's car and just, like, vibe out or take a nap. But here's, like, the problem with Uber, too, is, like, you know, some of these Ubers are shit drivers, to be honest with you. Like, they are te- terrible drivers. And if you if you pick me up with a, in a car that's a manual transmission, yo, like, I'm already bumping off a star. Because no one wants to feel that, like, swaying back and forth motion when you're, like, shifting in between gears. And, like... Like, and if you, if you drive a manual... If you drive a stick for uber and you stall out bro that's a one-star review don't don't you embarrassing both of us out here okay stop it take your little manual transmission civic and stop driving people around man it's not uber ain't for you it's not the kind of car you, you get for uber if i had the money and the means yo uber vip all the way black cars always professional drivers dudes that don't talk to you people that don't play weird music in the car or even like you know what's like really worse when you get into like an uber uber driver's car and they're playing like left wing radio and that's like okay so you're broke and a racist and a racist yep Car Chronicles. Uh, we're almost home. We're almost home now. I gotta, I gotta think of a few more rambles, rambled on to say. Quest. Shit. I'm glad going to my house is not as bad in the morning as like I see the other side of the road where it's just like all 
all this traffic. Like, everyone's trying to go to work. I hope none of y'all is late, to be honest with you. Like, I'm praying for everybody in this line that none of y'all is late for work. Because that would just be a shame. Y'all sitting up in this fucking traffic and shit. You got up late. You had a long night. You made some bad choices. You made some bad choices. You drank maybe a little bit too much. And now you're groggy and shit. And you got to go work. You got to fucking deal with people. Man. That's why uh, That's why I'm kind of glad that I, I don't really drink. I drink on occasions. But for the most part, no. Like, I'm not... I'm not a big I'm not a big drinker. I'm not like pounding beers back. I'm not taking like fucking shots to the head. Um, so I'm not waking up with hangovers. I'm not waking up and my body feels like like shit cuz like I granted I'm only 31. I'm not that old, but at the same time like hangovers suck even more. Like now, now that I'm grown, now that I'm old, now that my body's just like, yo, we can't, we can't do the stuff that we used to. Like, we can't do that no more. So you got to ease, ease up on this, on this drinking shit. So I don't drink anymore. Instead, I smoke. I smoke a little bit. You know? I think it's about the, Jesus. Um, I think it's about moderation. But it's also, like, how your body feels afterwards, you know. You smoke a little bit. You wake up. There's no hangover. No nothing. You might be a little a little groggy, but that's about it. Like, But your head don't hurt. Your fucking, your fucking kidneys and your liver don't hurt, you know. Your lungs, your lungs might be shitting a little bit, but that's only if you smoke papers, like, every day. Every fucking day, every day, every day. Holy shit! I just can't stand these dabs, man. Cause these dabs, like, it, man, if you doing dabs, like, if you doing concentrated, concentrated THC, fuck is wrong with you, man? Like that shit. That shit ain't even like. That shit ain't even like weed anymore. That shit is hard drugs. Like you, you smoking hard drugs now. Like you're not even doing like marijuana. This shit is. This shit feels like heroin. Do you ever do a dab? Dabs are. I took a little bit of dab. Like I just took a like like a fucking pinhead worth of dab, and I choked out on the smoke, and I was just. So Super ripped, just like super, like holy shit. And I, I should have went home. Like before the dab hit me, like I was in my car, and I was going. I was like, man, I was, I was gonna get tacos, but I know this shit is really strong, so I'm just gonna go home. But no, Fat Boy said. Well, you could. Why don't you just go get some tacos, man? You'll sober up by the time you leave. Nope, not at all. That's not what happened. I went to go get these tacos, and I had, I had a whole bunch of people just asking me if I was all right. So that's when you know you fucked up. When you got people like checking on your well-being, 
who don't normally check on your well-being. They're like, hey, man, you you good? You all right? Like, holy shit. I must. That's how you know. Not only are you fucked up, but that's how you know you look fucked up. If people are checking on your well-being, like, man, you you you, you good? You you all right? You uh, you feeling okay? So I guess from the the way I was looking, I was just super high, just super super high. And I finally got these tacos, and I'm like, I don't even remember chewing them. I had, I was having almost like an out of body experience with his dad. That's how strong this shit was. It wasn't even enjoyable anymore because it took every every not high fiber of my body to just concentrate on trying to be as normal as possible which I think made things a lot worse like I couldn't even I couldn't even like I didn't know where to put my hands like when talking to people like I was so self-conscious about where my hand placement was that I wasn't even paying attention to the conversation that I was I was part of. <laughs> like I was I had my hands crossed, I had my arms crossed and I'm like, "Man, you don't want to have your arms crossed. That's that's a that's a sign of aggression." <laughs> I was analyzing my own my own body language. This is how odd about body experience it was. I saw myself with my arms crossed and I was like, no, that's a little too aggressive. You need to be open to the conversation. So I was like, cool. So I put my hands in my pocket. And once my hands in my pocket got awkward, I was like, man, you need to take your hands out of your pocket. Cause with your hands in your pocket, it looks like you're hiding something. And so I put my hands like like behind my head, almost like if I'm stretching my back out or I'm, I'm being arrested by the police. So I had my hands behind my head. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Put your arms down. And it was a vicious cycle of that, of me putting my hands behind my head, uh, putting them... Uh, folded across my chest and then putting in my pockets and then I just repeated each one uh and I was like hey this may look normal it didn't look normal at all all right well that's it car chronicles march uh 28th 2018 I hope everyone has a great day peace